Okay. Um, you folks are up. Uh, what do you want to do? Zork is looking at you. Did we clarify with him that like we pointed at the mountains and like Harshnag? Yes. Did did we do that already? You haven't no. clarified it with him. All he did was point himself to the H and then to the Great Peak Mountains. Well, uh, River does that then. Trying to clarify. Like nodding Harshnag while pointing at the mountain. And he nods solemnly. Okay. So then look at the group. Do we go to the mountains to get to Harshnag? Uh, how, I look at Zork. It, how do you know Harshnik? Is Harshnik your friend? Um, he hesitates and he kind of, til he sort of looks up as if he's thinking. And then he, he, he sort of half nods, sort of like, it's sort of like one of those, hmm, you know, type of things. Like, um, but, he's not an enemy, uh, apparently. Just an acquaintance, not your pal. And he nods. And then he says, uh, he, he doesn't say, he points to the tower, the towers of rocks, and points to himself, and then points to the goats. And uh, he makes a circular motion with his hand, as if he's saying, like, all these things are his. Like, this is him. So... You guard the goats and you build the towers, and that's it. He nods. Why do you build the towers? He um, pauses and then he looks at you very closely. Um, I don't want to make uh, Pyron talk any more than I have to. Um, he looks at the symbol um, that is around a fultus, which is around your neck, I believe. Yes. Yes. Um, always. And so he sort of like leans in. So you have this weird expression, like his giant, his giant, giant face, like right in front, like staring at uh, your symbol. And then he brings one enormous finger and points sort of like at more or less your chest and at that spot at the, uh, at the symbol. Um, and then he turns around and he looks at River, who I think has her Harper pin visible, yes. right? And he kind of reaches down, does the same thing, like head and, you know, face in, face in your face, and then puts the, points the finger at uh, the Harper symbol. And then Celsig, do you, I don't remember if you're wearing a, one of your casino running hats or anything. I don't remember if you were wearing that or not. <laughs> no, I'm pretty nondescript right okay. now. And then he sort of looks at you and he shrugs. Um, <laughs> I get that a lot. Yeah, and he, but he, um, and he, so he does that. And then last he um, looks at Urash, who I think has got a necklace of teeth or something like that. I, I don't recall exactly, but but he points down um, to the necklace around Orash's neck. Um, and then he stands and he points. So he, he does that. He points to each of you after pointing at the thing at your chest and then stands up and points to the tower and points to him. Okay. I can get behind that. Well and then. In the background, a goat sort of bumps into you. He's got, remember, he's got six of these goats. Into me? Yeah. I pet the I, goat. I look at the goat. Goat is very calm. Goat. <laughs> you pet it. Um, the goat seems very, um, you know, very tame. You may remember that in our last session, he actually used the goat's horns to write. So he had to literally pick it up and draw in the in the dirt with the horns, goat's horns. The goat was like fine with it. Apparently, this happens to the goat all the time. <laughs> that goat's, so, goat's name is Pen. Yeah. 
<laughs> exactly. His his uh, his name is Quill. Yeah. <laughs> so, is there one called Sword? Maybe we could make gambling fights with them. There's one called Mightier Than. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying he's got possibilities. <laughs> okay then, off to the mountains we go, I guess. And he, um, so as you are prepared to sort of leave, he, um, he paw, he sort of holds up a hand as if to stop you. Um, and then he, uh, bends down and picks up one of the goats and he, uh, sort of holds it over to you, Selsig, as if he's kind of like offering you the goat. The goat is your oh. size, by the way. The goat's like, Murr. <laughs> I tried to take the goat. I'm not oh. the goat. I'm not right. going to leave the goat. So the goat, goat, you're like, I got it. So you are now on the ground with the goat on top of you. The goat's like, meh, meh. Or maybe that's Selsig. You're not 100% sure whether that's Selsig or the goat. There's sort of a meh and a And And the Zork sort of looks at all of you and then takes the goat, picks him off you and shrugs and then puts the goat back with the other five goats and um, then looks at one of the big rocks and picks it up as if to give it to you and then looks at you again, Selsig, and shakes his head and puts the rock back in the tower and then shrugs. Yeah. And then, uh, but then his face brightens and he puts up a hand like, um, and he um, strides off and then he stops and looks over and he kind of waves at all of you as if to follow him. Okay. Yep, me too. Can I beckon at the goat to get the goat to come too? We'll, we'll yeah, the goats follow. all follow him. So the okay, goats good. usually follow yes. around behind him. Um, <laughs> yeah, so they so he brings them so he he brings them along. Um and uh he so he kind of you know strides off um for a while. And uh when he gets to the end of uh like probably you're walking and he tries to he's clearly stopping every so often because otherwise he could you know, he would obviously leave you in the dust if you were really trying to go fast. Um, but he um, goes up to the sort of side uh, as he, you know, moves up uh, and uh, to the side of the mountains at the bottom. Um, and you may remember that you got here by going down these hills, um, this sort of like rather steep hill. Um, and so he uh, sort of goes to the foot of one of those hills and beyond them you can see the Great Peak Mountains. Um, and he points you directly and you can actually see where he's pointing. There are sort of two mountains that are raised and this hill almost looks like it's right between the two mountains. Like as if you just, if you went over this hill, you'd be heading straight for between the two mountains. And he kind of points at this hill and then points down at you. Um, and, uh, you know, kind of gestures that way. Well, I'm guessing he wants us to go that way. Is it a shortcut, Zork? He sort of tilts his head. You're not sure that he knows what shortcut means. He, um, he looks at you, um, and, uh, runs his hand up as if, like, go over the hill it seems to be like what he's saying um and uh points again at the hill and um then looks at you you wanted to give us a goat and you wanted to give us a stone is something as equally good on the other side of the hill and he stops for a moment and tilts his head and then shrugs like he doesn't know 
if you'll think it's better. something as good as a rock on the other side of the giant rock. Oh, he's talking the goats. As good ah. as goats. <laughs> <laughs> he wanted to give you a goat. I think that's really, really nice. <laughs> I'm just glad he thought twice about the rock. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you still feel like very like bruised, you know, uh, like where Celsic were. So. Yep. Well, thank you very much, Zork, for your help. He nods. Um, and then uh, as he turns and to, walks away, he stops for a minute and then then sort of thinks, like, raises his head and comes back to you. Um, and then he um, says, he sort of stops, he's like waving a hand, and then uh, holds, puts two fists together. Now, you may remember I told you that he does not have a club, right? He doesn't have any weapons. But he puts his two fists together as if he's holding a weapon. He points at uh, the Great Peak Mountains again, and then he holds them and gets this fierce expression on his face, like like this, holding his two hands close to each other. And then he points at Great Peak Mountains, and he says, um, and he kind of, he does that, and then he sort of looks like he's ducking, and then he goes back to the, and then, and points to you, does the ducking thing, then does the, this thing again, where he's holding the club, and then kind of sneaking and pointing to you. So there are guards, and we should try to avoid them. He shakes his head at the guards, like, um, but sort of points to himself, and then lifts his hand above his head, and then holds the two hands next to him again. Oh, they're very tall giants. He nods. Yeah. Okay. That seems safe. (laughs) (laughs) Outstanding. (laughs) <laughs> okay. Well, thank you for the warning. And uh, he uh, nods and then um, bows slightly and then turns and uh, walks off goats in tow and begins to stack rocks on top of rocks again. He's back on his tower. I watch sadly as the one goat leaves with his fellows. <laughs> 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 Just reach for the goat. <laughs> I, I go so to Rory like, I, I get you. It would have been nice to have a goat. It would have been nice to have a goat. <laughs> we haven't had anyone since Gleek. <laughs> That's true. You haven't had the sort of built-in stuff. Okay, so um, are you folks heading over? So what are you going to do? Are you heading over the hill? Or what are you What are you going to do? Well, Zorok seemed to know his stuff, so I would be in favor of going over the hill. Mm-hmm. Yes, I mean, he, I, I think he was a nice guy. He wanted to give us a goat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime he wants to give you a goat, that's right. Um, okay. So uh, you head over um, the hill. Uh, several hours pass as you travel over it. This hill is not as steep as the one that you originally came down to actually get into what was left of Oralboro. So as you go over the hill, it's not quite as steep. But you can see that the hill and the paths that follow seem to be leading fairly unerringly towards those two mountains that obviously get closer and closer as you go, um, some spot in between those two mountains. Um, At first, as you go along, you see um, only a few maybe rabbits uh, sort of darting out of the way as you approach. Occasionally there's a fox that sort of darts across your path. You hear uh, several cries above sometimes, and you'll see like a hawk flying above on its way. But as you continue to travel um, towards uh, the Great Peak Mountains, you also notice that the 
air is getting a little cooler and drier and you notice that the plant life is beginning to you know gradually recede it was basically just scrub brush and grass and now even that's kind of gradually disappearing so it's just sort of these white stones um, that you see you know as, as time continues um, and uh, after probably a good five or so hours of so of travel maybe you know stopping once or twice along the way um, so we're now talking about um, mid to late afternoon um, you find yourself uh, coming over the hill. The hill is beginning to, you went over the one hill and the hills since then have become more and more steep and rocky as it becomes less hilly and more mountainy, basically. Um, but as you get over the sort of rise of one of these small little hills, um, you can see off to the side uh, of the path where you're traveling, this smaller footpath of some kind, which leads down to what appears to be an open cave uh, in the side of a mountain, but it's an open cave that has a wooden frame built over the opening, um, as if it is, def it's definitely man-made or dwarf-made of some kind, for sure. Now that's again, off to the side of your path, but you notice it as you're traveling along. Does it look like a mine? Quite possibly. I turn back to the others like... I really hope we will find enough food for the horses. Oh, shoot. We have horses. <laughs> I totally forgot. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, hmm. There wouldn't be food in the cave, would there? I don't think there is food underground for horses. Otherwise, they would live underground more. Well, oh, yeah. Dwarves live underground. Mm -hmm. But we are not horses. <laughs> Yeah, you eat more than horses. If dwarves can do it, horses surely can manage it. It's like a really terrible uh, logic puzzle. <laughs> like, you know, if there are two dwarves and one horse. Selsic has never visited a dwarven city mower. <laughs> um, generally speaking, no. But it's all—it's already late. Maybe we should. I mean we should. Maybe dwarves eat rocks, but I didn't think it was true. What do you eat? I've seen you eat not rocks. No, I, I do not eat rocks. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, dwarves live underground and they don't eat rocks. What do they eat? Well, you live above ground and you don't eat trees. Oh, well, technically, like, that, isn't that what. I mean, grass is really small trees. <laughs> You have been traveling with me for such a long time. No, I do not eat stones. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Two nights without sleep, and that breaks me. <laughs> uh, this is good stuff. Um, so... Uh, you stand as you share this this wonderful moment together of breaking Selsig. Um, are you uh, moving into the? Are you moving close to that? Or are you continuing? I think maybe we should try to get an early rest now that there's a little vegetation left, so that the horses can still eat a lot, and then we can try to make like the biggest, the the, the most out of the next day tomorrow. Do you want to rest in the cave? I would be in favor of that. Looks like a nice cave. Could be a mine. 
We should probably make sure it's a safe cave first. Yeah. I can I have mean, a look. Can yeah, can we like look at it without going in and like see what's Sure. You'd have to go a little bit closer to it to see anything of interest, but uh just down yeah. that side road. Um yeah. So when you get when you get closer, a little bit closer to it, um all you can see on the outside is basically just rocks and what looks like uh there might be a the remains of a wooden crate or something like that that was near the entrance but is now completely smashed and broken. There's just a little bit of the frame which remains. Um, Otherwise, inside this place is definitely dark. But now that you're closer, you can see that there are support beams that are on the inside, not too far actually, on the inside of the mouth of this cave, which obviously would suggest that it's very much possibly a mine of some kind. Okay, I cast a light inside and have a look. Okay. Hey, look, it's one of those rock farm things. <laughs> yeah. Yes, Elsic. It took about like 20 dwarves to eat that ma- ma- far into a mountain. I knew it. Uh, so, um, okay. So you, you gradually make your way in. Um, and uh, there's something, as you go in, Greta, uh, and by, I should ask, Ashley, is everybody going in, I assume? Yeah. Or not? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> The pony stays outside. Okay, who is... I'm trying I'm trying to make a point here. <laughs> yes. I keep saying that you need to make a token. In my other game, we uh, we made a token of the uh, horse, and they keep not wanting to have me mention the, the token, because I'm like, why? And they're like, well, because it can get in a fight. I'm like, what do you mean? Uh, where is he on the map? Where is he on the grid? And you're like, no! <laughs> so anyway. Um, the pony's so, initiative. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, why do you mean initiative? Um, let's just say I wanted to ask how much damage his hooves would do. He's not going into combat, ever! Um, so, uh, so you're gonna leave a sweet roll on the horses outside. Who is, uh, in first, second, and third? You could technically all go, at least in the entrance, you could probably all squeeze through, but then when you're inside, it's a tunnel, so probably you would need to have someone going in front, someone in back, um, someone second. Um, you could also leave Orash to watch the horses if you wanted, but that's up to you. Yes, please leave Uraj in charge of the horses. I think Greta should go first. That way she can yep. eat her way out if we get stuck. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I'll go first, and I'm, I am I have this, this stone knowledge thing, so I will, like, keep an eye out for things that are unusual about this being a mine. The really tasty rocks. So you're <laughs> going first. Uh, Saber is second. River is third? Is that... I'll go that second, right? yeah. Okay. Um, so Greta, as you go into this place, you feel, the place makes you feel vaguely uncomfortable. You're not entirely sure why, um, but it's, it's, and it's nothing you can put your finger on, but there seems to be something odd really about the place. And in fact, all of you kind of feel that, um, that there is something that feels a little bit odd. Uh, you can tell that the stonework here and the sort of masonry and everything to keep the ceiling up. Oh my God. Uh, Echo Alpha, subscribe to the tier one sub. Thank you, Echo Alpha. Uh, I roll my subscription 20 years worth of it. Don't forget, inspirations. Merry Christmas, happy holidays. GOGcom, GOGDeers, and streamers. Love you all. Thank you, Echo. Thank you very much, Echo. Thank you, thank you. Um, so, uh, that is very much appreciated. So, um, as you go in, uh, you can tell from the sort of craftsmanship that um, this was 
fairly well done. I mean, certainly it's not up to the standards of what the dwarves would typically expect, but, you know, for human craftsmanship, that's what it is. It's fairly well done. It seems to be reasonably robust and strong, but it also seems abandoned. Um, it seems as if there has not been anyone here for a while, um, and yet there is some vague feeling of unease about the place. Not specific to the rocks, but just generally. You're muted, I think, Pern. Sorry, I was coughing. Maybe we should not stay here for the night. I have a bad feeling about this place. I agree. Okay, like, let's 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 just move back out and see if we can find a better place. There might not be a better place. We could sort of stay at the top, surely. Well, we could sleep in trees if we need to. This place feels weird. There are no trees. It's just rocks. Make a rock house. <laughs> yeah, but we then we'd have to go to back giant. and stack rocks. <laughs> I have never in my life felt out of place in a mine, and this mine is giving me the creeps. I would, I, I'm in favor of moving on. Yeah. If the dwarf doesn't like it, we shouldn't stay here. <laughs> she might just feel it's inferior. Well, then you can stay here and we'll sleep somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> I can stay here and wait for you to come back when you can't find anywhere else. Fine. We'll do that then. You're going to be stuck. It's cold out there. <laughs> Build a fire. All right. That's good. I'm going to just note splitting the party. Sounds good. All right. <laughs> Saber on his own. Uh, what, time is, of, what time of day is it outside? It's probably at this point, uh, I would say late afternoon, maybe like 4.35, like closing in on evening. So you could wander around the mountains at night looking for a cave, which I'd like to point out would be dark at night. Possibly <laughs> with wolves. All caves are dark at night. It's not as if this mine wouldn't be dark at night. It's also dark during the day, as it turns out. Yes. Yes. But it's not as cold. And we haven't heard any wolves. True. Are you, are you not feeling something strange about this mine, Celsic? It's a giant tunnel. They all feel weird to me. And you're you're going to stay even if we leave? Well... Have you found anything better? We we're we're standing in the mine. <laughs> we found a place. Do you, okay, uh, just be honest with I, me here, Celsic. Yeah. Do you think this is a gold mine? Wait, you mine gold? I thought dwarves sewed it together. Is this is this the day of like racist stereotypes about dwarves? <laughs> you, you t- <laughs> oh, I man. think I have funny cave mushroom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for them to just come out with it. Like some of my best friends are dwarves. Like I'm waiting for that. Just you know, let's get to the next thing. I'm saying this to my best friends. <laughs> <laughs> Right, like some of my best friends are dwarves, like you, for example. I feel like I know you and I know all dwarves. Um. <laughs> oh, man. This is my revenge from two years of halfling steal everything comments. It's true. 
You do steal everything. You've never proven a damn thing. <laughs> Look, empty your pockets right now. <laughs> empty your pockets. I don't have any pockets. As you're saying this, your your uh, voices are echoing up and down the, you know, you know, pockets, 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 pockets. You know. <laughs> Okay. Uh, okay. I, 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 maybe like camping in the front part of the mine is a compromise. Quick exit if the the thing that makes you uncomfortable gets uh, worse. I'm going to to just lay a trap that explodes if somebody something comes out of the mine. You know, like the thing I did with the tower. Like the thing I the tower. Yes. Drops the tower on our heads. Yes. And now you want to drop a mountain on our heads. No, just part of it. Yes. (laughs) 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 Okay, so you were going to, so you've decided you're going to try to, um, to camp at the, at the front of the, uh, as I understand it, the front of the uh, mine, basically. Now, just inside or just outside the... Like, just inside because it's so that Celtic won't freeze that much. Okay. Um, you should just cuddle the pony. No. <laughs> Find the horse, then not if, the pony. If he had his own goat, he could cuddle a goat. That's true. You shouldn't have rejected the goat. I did yes. not reject the goat. <laughs> yes, you did it. You dropped it. You did <laughs> drop dropped it on me. No, you didn't even try to love the goat. Excuse me. I beg your pardon. Just <laughs> imagine you cuddling a goat. <laughs> no, the goat is not in his pocket. <laughs> it's a whole different Haven't found kind a bag of holding yet. <laughs> yeah, it's a whole different kind of goat. Um, okay. <clears throat> so, um... Okay. So you um, you position yourselves uh, more or less right at the um, sort of the entrance, basically to the mine, um, and uh, you gradually drift off to sleep. Now I do want to know because I'm assuming you guys are going to set a watch. Um, what uh, who's doing what at what time? Like who who is taking first watch, second watch, third watch? Um, Urash seems um, happy to take whatever watch is needed. He seems to be very thoughtful and contemplative since leaving the uh, the artist giant Zork. Yeah, seems to be very thoughtful since then. Okay, I um, I will go in and cast the the glyph of um, warding. I'm just considering which spell to put in there. Okay. What's the dangerous range of that spell? Twenty foot. How big's the cave? Twenty-five well feet. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's no, it's a, first of all, it's a tunnel, and the tunnel is probably um, maybe about ten to fifteen feet wide. It varies a little bit. So okay. I suggest going down the tunnel a ways. So the the glyph itself can um, can cover twen- uh, ten square feet, and it goes around corners, so that's not a problem. If I no the sphere, the erupting sphere, and I'm going to I'm just having a look at what I take. Acid, cold, fire, lightning, thunder. Wait, you're not doing glyph of warding? Yes, but I have to. I'm going to do an explosive rune. Got it. I have a choice of what to do. I can do a spell glyph, but I'm not going to do because it seems 
Not good, but I'm going to do an explosive rune. Okay. Um, let's see. I think I'm going to go traditional and take fire. <laughs> what a shock. Um, you also have to decide whether or not uh, what triggers the glyph. Yeah, I'm going to... First of all, I'm going to put it, like, uh, not really close to us, you know? Right. Just... Uh, Maybe near, I'm a maybe near sweet roll, you think? Sorry? Maybe near the horse? Just No, I'm no. going to go inside the cave. <laughs> okay. And I, I'm a dwarf, so I, I will not... I will be smart about this, please. Got it. Um, and um, it should be triggered. It, I'm going to, like, cast it in a line. And I want it to be triggered when... Uh, I want to say a living being, but there could also be undead down there. Yeah. yeah, but then a, a rock rolls over it and it blows up. <laughs> Don't throw a rock. Oh, maybe we could set it if the bad feeling gets worse. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I don't think that. Five minutes later, boom! All right, who was depressed? <laughs> I was thinking about the goat. I miss the goat. Yep, right now there's some I mean, delicious goat cheese being made. I was going to call him General Fuzzy Bottom. Love goat cheese. <laughs> I, yeah, I could set it to something evil, but they might also be just like a chaotic neutral jerk living in the mine or something. <laughs> <laughs> or a tiger. Like, I don't know that they have alignment. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I think they're chaotic so they... hungry. Yeah, I think I'm going to risk the undead and I'm going to go with um, if a living being that weighs more than a pound crosses the line. Okay. All right. And you're placing this down. So you are out closer to the entrance. You're putting this down farther down the tunnel, right? Like Yes. Okay. All right. So um, you do that. Uh, place it. And then um, at that, then you have to decide who's going to be on watch at what time. Um, so... What do you, uh, who wants to be on watch for a second, third night? You may have told me this, but then I got confused by the cliff warning. Oh, Can't we use Urash for all of them? Uh, he, he certainly seems willing. He's very quietly going to accept it. Um, he won't be able to do all of them, probably. So. Well, then have Urash do the first, I do the second. Okay. I'll do third. Okay. I'll get up early. <laughs> <laughs> I'll sleep in. Okay. Um, all right. So um, as the first day passes, or the first couple of hours pass, I should say, uh, I'm going to ask um, someone, maybe Saber for now, to make a perception roll uh, mm -hmm. for Urash for me. So he's got a plus oh. four on his perception, I believe. All right. Okay. D20 plus four, because I can't see his. So one D20 plus four coming up. Okay. Um, so uh, as Urash is sort of sitting, you know, quietly uh, right at the outside of the cave looking or the mine looking up and then back, um, Urash thinks that he hears from down the tunnel a faint um, sort of whispering or calling or crying, kind of like, uh, 
something it's very indistinct um and it's way way back down the tunnel like way beyond where your companions are lying um and you can very faintly hear it just at the edge of your hearing hmm. it's a dragonborn sorcerer bed of the men none of us rush that's what's not why nothing is happening right now who's responsible for being rush <laughs> oh that's right that's right yeah uh, that's true nobody did nobody would do well does anyone have an idea of what you think he'd be likely to do? Would he, in that scenario? He would not tell us. Yes, he would tell us. Yeah, I, like between tell us and investigate, somewhere in there. Probably <laughs> tell would, us, then investigate. Yeah. He, he wouldn't leave us without protection, that's for that's sure. True. He would just leave us lying there. That's true. All right, so He'd I would say he, he probably would wake the next person on watch then, which would be, would be uh, Greta, and would basically say, um, Oh, you hear that? as you're sort of shaken awake. Okay, do I hear that? <laughs> um, he's, he's sort of like, he, he uh, make a perception check for me. Let's see if you. Yeah, I think you do. Um, you hear this uh, faint kind of crying whispering. Crying's maybe a little strong, but it's like a sort of solitary um, higher whispering voice but you can't at all make out what it's saying I knew it I knew something was wrong with this mine I'm, I'm shaking awake Celsic do you hear this? do I hear it? same thing Celsic <laughs> and your perception <laughs> I'm supposed to a theme. That's a good question, do I? <laughs> no, rocks look tasty. You're like, yeah, exactly. You're like, you're like, you were asleep. You're having an awesome dream about, you know, hamburgers. No like, why? Riding you know. goats and eating rocks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, in your dream, they were just stacking goats on top of each other, like all the way. It was basically goat simulator, and like so, they just wanted. It was a cross between that and mount your friends, and that's that's what it was like when you were when you were there. Um, so, uh, so, um, wait, wait, wait. You, you mount no your idea. friends. That's the game. Yeah. The game. You've never heard of mount your friends. No, I have not. Why have you <laughs> mount your friends was a very popular game for a while. And it's, it's got great, uh, ragdoll physics and, um, it's, it's a, it's a cooperative game can be where you're working with someone. Uh, there's a puzzle based element to it. Uh, I think I'm getting everything that's important, right, guys, about that game? I mean, it, it's, uh... Is it risque, perhaps? I don't know what you mean by that. I mean, it's, it's just... It's a game where where people who are, you know, comfortable with their bodies are, um, you know, gradually stack themselves into a large human tower. It's a very manly game. Yeah, it's very manly. Hmm... <clears throat> All right. Yeah, it's the oh, they have it in 3D. I didn't know that. Wow. See, this is something that should come to God. Clearly, I think this needs to be DRM free. Mount your friends 3D. We should totally do this as like a stream team thing. I'm looking at it right now. This it's, is horrifying. It's so it's one for the Gog Olympics. <laughs> well, I, I'm just really concerned that apparently everybody knows this game. It's uh. Oh. 8-Bit knows it as well. You know what I'm talking about. 8-Bit, right? Isn't this totally appropriate for GOG? Don't you think 8-Bit? It's got, it's got, you know, it's 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 thoughtful and independent. And, um... <laughs> I guess it was 
It's on the wish list. See, it's on the wish list. Fairly well known. And uh, yeah. I'm going to, I have to see how many votes that has. 15 now. 16. 17 already. And 17 already. Voting. 17 votes. You can make this happen. I'm not voting. <laughs> it's, it's basically made for Gok's curation system. Better than Underworld Ascendant. Heyo! Uh, sorry. Still bitter about that game. Anyway. Um, so, uh, so yeah, so, uh, you, so you do not hear Selsig at all what they're talking about. Like, as far as you know, you've just been woken up from a dead sleep. And you're like, what, what is the problem? What is it? Especially Sinister Rock. No, there's some crying coming from the mine or some drunk singing or something. Well, it's a mine, then. Yeah, drunk singing's kind of expected. Not every mine is populated by dwarves. <laughs> I have not seen any evidence contrary to this. <laughs> go back to sleep. I go and talk to River. She's the reasonable one here. <laughs> so, uh, assuming you wake River, River, uh, I do. if you want, you could also roll to perceive. Uh, you're like, I don't, I mean... What? Like it's there's people and whatever. That's fine. I'm just like, where's the goat? Where's the goat? <laughs> right. I mean, that's the thing that really got lost here. Yes, it's the goat. Clearly. <clears throat> so I, I don't I don't I don't I don't hear anything. We go back to bed or rock. Go back to rock. Okay. I uh, look at Urash. I think we're going back to bed. And Urash shrugs and he says, "All right, you, I warned you." Um, <laughs> and uh, he takes his position again. When uh, when you wake uh, Pyron and begin your walk, watch the uh, crying seems to have stopped, or the calling, whispering seems to have stopped. But about an hour in, you start hearing a different sound, and uh, it is. I'm not gonna be able to do this right. Uh, I need something. Sounds right. He's um, looking for his trombone. No, that's not the right sound. Damn it, it's metal. <laughs> no, that's not the right sound. My trombone. Trumpet, I'll have you know. Um, God damn it. I don't have the... Okay, well... Oh, yeah. There we go. You hear this. Hear that? Yes. Okay. This does not require a perception check. You hear this fairly distinctively um, coming from down the same spot where the original crying was coming. And it's trying to sound like somebody hammering in a mine. Well, it seems like a pretty good guess. Um, or as someone said, it's wedding toast. Yes, it's repeated wedding toasts. <laughs> Which would explain the crying. That would be, that would be a wedding toast. Oh, no, now is it? And it just continues. <laughs> I've played enough Barony to know we should follow that sound. <laughs> <laughs> it's not loud enough to wake anybody up, but definitely it's audible from here, uh, Greta. Mm-hmm. Okay, something is trying to lure us into the mine. Let's not go. <laughs> um, okay. I, I wait until until my 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 shift is, is done, and then I'm going to wake up... Uh, River, and I'm going to tell her what I heard and what I suspect. So you think 
there's something in the mine, but that we shouldn't go in it? I think something is trying to lure us into the mine, and that's why we shouldn't go in it. Well, we're already not in it, so we should just keep doing what we're doing. Yes, we just stay here. Okay. I will stay here. Good. Okay. And if something horrible happens, or something happens that you think should not happen, then you wake us up. Okay. Good. Okay. Um, okay. About an hour passes. And uh, I should have mentioned that you did hear, River, the sound was still going when you woke up. Okay. Um, and uh, about an hour or so into your shift, this sound suddenly stops. And uh, you suddenly, as you're sort of like, you're sort of listening, and then what are you doing at that point? Because it stops. You've been sort of standing by the outside or sitting by the outside of the mine. Yeah. Um, what do you do when the sound stops, if anything? I squint down the tunnel. I don't move, because Greta told me not to move. <laughs> okay. So, um, would I see anything? Make a perception check for me. Let's see if you do. No. Nope. No, I don't. You see darkness. <laughs> you see a lot of darkness. I get, all right, well, then I just, I just, I just sit. Um, okay, so you're sitting there, and are you facing back out, looking at the surrounding yeah. you know, environs? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, you were sitting there when suddenly, probably about five minutes later or so, you feel um, this deathly chill um, behind you, and you hear something whisper in your ear, Dragonborn. <laughs> um no, I- I jump and I scream loudly enough that it would wake my party. Okay. Um, all right. All of you hear the uh, screaming sound of River. Okay. I jump up. Okay. Um, and uh, you sort of jump up and see by the edge of the cave sort of standing. And it's now, as I said, it's probably now about four or so in the morning. I would say three or four in the morning as she takes the shift. Um you see right next to uh, River, who has jumped up and kind of... Did you also turn around? In the yeah, I, okay. I jumped and spun. So when you did that, um, and you sort of see this too, uh, Greta, you can see um, a indistinct shadowy form. Thank you for the follow, Dean Portella. Welcome to GOG. You see a shadowy form, wispy, ethereal form, kind of drifting uh, in and out of vision floating right in front of um, River. And what it looks like to you is a ghostly dragonborn. Not unlike River, although not identical. Um, It's shorter for one thing. The scales and the tail are different, so it's not an identical match. But it definitely also looks like a dragonborn, but it is definitely not substantial. Um, It is an image or a phantasm. And um, it says, again very quietly track 